Welcome to the Daily Objective, day 96 of the war in Israel. Uh, I'm joined by James Valiant. Hey, James, how's it going? Hey, okay. How about you, Rosie? Good. Uh, you know, the things I watch before these shows, you know, we 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 watch it so you don't have to. Uh, today, we've been watching Al Jazeera. <laughs> One of my least favorite uh, networks to, to, to uh, dive into or uh, websites to dive into. My yeah, God, this the is, heart of darkness. This is the Qatari state-owned news yeah. channel that has uh, in, in English, an English version. Um, and uh, from what I've heard, it's different from the Arabic version, but the English version is bad enough. Uh, now, yeah. just... Just a point about state-owned media, because we have that in the West, and it's bad in the West, but it's a different kind of bad. In the West, they have some sort of, at least they have to pretend to be accountable, whereas in a totalitarian regime, uh, the regime decides, decides everything. If if you uh, say something that they are not okay with, you are not going to be saying anything again, certainly not on the air. Right. So, I mean, if you live in a monarchy that's based on Islam, they're going to tell you what to say and what you can say. And yeah, Al Jazeera, it means the peninsula, presumably a reference to the Arab peninsula. Or I don't know, maybe the Qatari peninsula. But in any event, it means simply the peninsula. And they take a position that is pro-Hamas, um, anti-Israel every time. And everyone knows this for over 20, almost 20 years now, they've had an English language version. They aggressively came out after 9-11 almost 20 years ago, uh, with an English language version of their propaganda. But in the show notes, one of the, you know, we've been discussing, one of the things we've been discussing on recent shows is how horrible the Western media is. The BBC, even Sky News, uh, the New York Times, they uncritically report information straight from Hamas. They take an anti-Israel stance. And uh, we, uh, in the show notes, I, I, I hope that uh, we can provide the link. Al Jazeera did an entire article on how the entire Western media is is pro-Israel and biased against uh, the uh, poor people of Palestine and Gaza. So you, it tells you right there just how skewed over they are uh, to uh, lies every single time. It's this vicious uh, uh, Israeli assault on innocent civilians. They uncritically accept Hamas numbers every single time, every single time they're against Israel. Um, and you know something, I think that the most important thing takeaway from all of that is that we learn something about Muslim culture worldwide. They are a mainstream voice of Muslim culture. They speak for the majority of Muslims worldwide. And so I can't think of another culture on this planet that is so overt in their primitive mystic racism, in their hate talk. And so what we get from Al Jazeera is a thermometer, I think, of the entire Islamic culture, the entire Islamic world. And all the progressives and, and all our leftist uh, folks here in the West, uh, uh, really, you know, it, 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 what they're allowing to happen are the most primitive kind of primordial racists to use their racist propaganda with full authority from the progressive left, mind you, in their yeah, justification of all that. Yeah, and, and that's an important thing here. So yeah, they're <clears throat> they're mainstream in the Arabic world, but they are uh, mainstream to an extent in the West. Certainly, they're you know what they say is way more mainstream than than anything we say on this channel, unfortunately. And we talked about the uh, the way I think this was last week the way the Palestinian propaganda machine works, and Al Jazeera plays in the West, and Al Jazeera plays an important uh, piece of that puzzle because. Mm -hmm. 
it's it's if it's considered a reliable news source, then when it has something uh, that has Israel's genocide in the title, which is something I found, by the way, we've talked about, you know, research for these shows, and sometimes it's easier than other times. You literally put into YouTube Al Jazeera, not anything about Israel and so on. The first thing that come up, the first one was war on Gaza. So this is how they report uh, on the war started by Hamas against Israel. They call it the war on Gaza. And then, you know, they have experts on and the experts explain Israel's crimes. And one of the experts I saw, I think this was in the first video that came up, was explaining how, you know, the world isn't saying anything, even though they were all up in arms about uh, labor violations during uh, in Qatar during the World Cup. Of course, the world was not up in arms. The world is up in arms about Israel's self-defense war. It was not up in arms about Qatar. Qatar still hosted the World Cup as a dictatorship, uh, you know, that, that proudly violates people's rights in every way possible, not just not protecting, uh, not protecting the rights of people to not die while uh, while building the stadium. And and uh, just a quick point. Yeah, th again, this is this is important to remember in the context of this is a Qatari government channel. So uh, that the way they slip that in, uh, you know, look, everybody knows we're we're the good guys here in in the dictatorship of Qatar. The bad guys are the Jews. Uh, and and yeah, to remember oh, that when this is considered a serious news source. It's a call for you know that all of their genocide talk is a, and all of their other talk is really a call for a genocide against Jews. The racist hatred you know that just drips off of Al, Al Jazeera in nearly every single one of their reports is apparent to anyone with an objective eye. But the thing I'd ask people to remember is that people who a government that are harboring Hamas leaders right now are the folks that are really the final editorial uh, uh, call judgment at Al Jazeera. So bear that in mind. These people protect the perpetrators of October 7th, and this is their official voice. So if you want to think about it that way, Al Jazeera is the official voice of people who are harboring and protecting the perpetrators of October 7th. That's the way to look at it. You know, and a recent clip, just a very, very recent clip. I wonder if Daniel has it. Uh, we, it ties in so perfectly to what we were talking about yesterday and the anti-concept escalation. It shows how, one, the pusillanimous nature of the West's response, but how Al Jazeera uses this anti-concept of escalation. I wonder if we could play that, uh, Daniel. Given the Red Sea patrols, we knew in advance of those being set up that the Iranian defense minister said very clearly, nobody can make a move in a region where we have predominance. The United States knew that, set it up anyway. Is that not being seen as a provocation? If you know that Iran sees that as a provocation, you take the action anyway. Uh, that certainly turned things on their upside down, isn't it? Wouldn't, wouldn't you consider provocation launching ballistic missiles and, and drones at commercial? Wait, 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 wait let, let me, let me finish. Wouldn't that be considered provocation? Taking, targeting innocent merchant shipping and innocent merchant sailors? That's a provocation. What we're doing, what Prosperity Garden is all about, and go on web, you can look at it. It's a defensive posture. It's a coalition of the willing of maritime nations coming together to try to protect international shipping, shipping that affects the global escalation economy. because in turn what has no, happened no, is, so you're denying I, then that there has I, been an escalation I, since the Red Sea Patrol. I totally disagree with the premise of your question. It wasn't the United States who decided to attack commercial shipping in the Red Sea. The Houthis did that. And who
Okay. Well, I mean, right there. First, she's trapping him in the uh, illogic, the pusillanimous, cowardly logic of the West that says we don't want escalation. And she's using that anti-concept against the uh, Biden administration that has put a uh, fear of escalation as their number one uh, policy goal. So we don't want to escalate this. That's our number one fear. So we don't want to pro provoke this. So the lady from Al Jazeera, mind you, says, well, since Iran says they're going to protect the Houthis, isn't this defensive move by Western nations to protect international shipping a provocation? So Iran can say we can shut off uh, Western shipping. The Houthis can say we can shut off Western shipping. That's not escalation. That's not provocation. That, in fact, any the defensive uh, uh, move on the part of the United States to protect international shipping, that's the provocation that would cause uh, escalation. Now, she's now, mind you, if the administration hadn't already trapped itself with the use of this anti-concept, we don't want escalation, she wouldn't have been able to use this against them. So you can see the pusillanimous sort of uh, 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 conceptual lack of clarity on the part of the Biden administration to go uh, keep their head in the sand like an ostrich being used against them by Al Jazeera. But consider how far gone you have to be to be this wack wacky lady from Al Jazeera. International shipping gets attacked. Any because Iran says we're going to we're sending a ship there to help the Houthis. Any po anything that the United States or its allies does to protect international shipping there is the pro provocation. <laughs> In other words, Al Jazeera's policy is Israel and the United States just have to suck it up when we attack international shipping, when we attack Israel, the destruction of Israel, it, you guys have to be silent to, in effect. You guys have to be silent to Iranian aggression all over the region. And if you're not, then Al Jazeera's got a problem with you. That shows you just how evil and dishonest Al Jazeera is. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I kind of wondered when I saw that clip, sorry if this is me being racist, but if, if she was a DEI, a Qatari-style DEI hire, uh, although she is very good at her job, uh, of you know, a job that is uh, despicable to begin with. You know, my first problem with that clip was uh, way before she opened her mouth, which is, what is she doing there? Why is she there? You know, that, that's the White House, uh, you know, the government needs to answer to journalists and journalists of all different types of uh, media organizations, left wing, right wing, you know, whatever. But um, they don't have to answer to uh, to, to the state owned uh, media entities of governments that are should be considered at the very least hostile, if not full on enemies. But of course, Qatar is considered a friend, even though they're they uh, they abuse their own people and sponsor terrorism against America's true allies. And then, uh, you know, and then they're, they're as a result, of course, you're going to accept their media organization as just another legitimate uh, journalist. Uh, at least Israel has kicked these liars and October 7th sympathizers to the curb. Uh, the United States should do the same. There is, uh, but the United States government and its press conferences includes Al Jazeera there, even though Al Jazeera is actively promoting the destruction of Israel, uh, they permit, they permit and, and supports lies. I mean, the, the, the hospital incident that we've been talking about, they did nothing but lie, 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 lie through that entire incident. And despite all of that, 
despite a lot, despite the twisted logic about escalation that Kirby is complaining about, although they set themselves up, as I said, for this, despite that twisted logic, you're absolutely right. Why is Al Jazeera even allowed into press conferences at any United States government press conference? These people are uh, racist. They uh, are the voice of the racist, mystic, violent hatred that gives us October 7th. These are sympathizers. They aid and abet. Uh, this is like allowing Tokyo Rose into a press conference during World War II. So, um, by the way, I'm not 100% sure Israel did actually kick them out, did they? They they were talking about it. I think they may have uh, changed their mind. Uh, but uh, Oh, you're kidding. I, I, I'm I not 100% sure said I they did were kicking something. I, I was so delighted to see the report that they were kicking them to the curb. I didn't so, follow up. Have they let them back in? I think they never kicked them out. I'm not 100% oh. sure. Hopefully somebody in the chat knows. Uh, I, I oh. do remember seeing recently something from Al Jazeera from occupied oh. East Jerusalem, which is, of course, uh, Israel, uh, you know, a part of Israel. So, Israel. Uh, yeah. So, but yeah, uh, you, you kind of touched on the point that, you know, ideas, ideas come before action. You act based on the ideas uh, you believe to be true. And so there's there's definitely a division of labor here where people like Al Jazeera supply. Uh, they're not the uh, they're not the ultimate, I think, uh, intellectuals there, but they're they're the popularizers of these ideas and they disseminate them. And then when you when you get to the point of, um, you know, the actual action that needs to be taken, whether it's the terrorists on October 7th, whether it's the people marching in support of the terrorists in uh, in our uh, Western cities. So they know that this is also why they have, you know, they, this is why they have a an English language channel, because the, the terrorists in the Middle East uh, are not going to watch it. They're going to take this kind of action. But actually, I think in Qatar, there was a realization that the best way for them to win this war is through the West's enemy within, through those people in the West who will side with anybody who is against the West, particularly with those who want to uh, cause harm and particularly with those who want to kill Jews. James, do you want to see the clip that I, I had uh, prepared? Now, this is a, a few seconds from a clip, but Daniel, maybe you can share, uh, put the link in the description so people can watch the whole thing. If they I've taken my stomach medicine this morning, so I think I can I can probably survive. It is a dangerous precedent, isn't it, to say that we can attack you wherever you are in the world without giving any proof and without any mandate via the UN or any other official body. It's a dangerous Pandora's box to open. Absolutely. It violates the sovereignty of any country where Israel uses force against suspected terrorists. It's not a new phenomenon. I mean, of course, Israel has been assassinating its perceived enemies for many, many decades. I mean, if you go back uh, to the Munich Olympics attack in 1972, uh, in successive years, Israel hunted down and murdered uh, those responsible, it thought, for those attacks. All right. Process, that, course, I, think that's, I think that's enough. Uh, that that's enough of this person. Uh, yeah, that's more so than that's, enough. So just just to uh, you know see clearly Al Jazeera's place in within that propaganda machine. This is the UN rights uh, rapporteur uh, Ben Sol. So this is somebody. This is the UN going to their favorite network, the network of the totalitarian uh, Qatari regime. 
Talking about Israel, first of all, being uh, given this uh, softball question, which shouldn't be, you know, this is something that if you were actually on the side of rights, uh, you would be outraged by this question of Israel assassinating people without any proof. This was in reference, by the way, to the killing of Al-Aruri in, uh, in Lebanon. Without any proof, Hamas filmed themselves. This is the deputy head of Hamas. This is there is no more proof that you can have for any crime uh, than uh, than Israel had for this. And of course, uh, the the first thing that this UN guy says is absolutely, and then goes on to say Israel murdered. That was the word he used. Murdered. No, use the word the murder. The terrorist, the terrorist responsible for the Munich Olympic uh, Olympics uh, terrorist uh, attack. Ah, uh, vicious serial killing, racist murderer cannot was not murdered. He was properly executed. I would point out to him that the United Nations did not authorize uh, Mr. Obama and his drone strikes. Uh, there are many times when nations act outside of the United Nations to in their own self-defense. And anyone who is harboring Hamas leaders is acting aggressively against, that's an act of aggression against Israel. Lebanon, Turkey, Qatar, all of them that are harboring Hamas leaders are actively aggressive against Israel. They are aiding and abetting people who plan and organize October 7th. They are guilty of things like October 7th. We would, in no other legal context, if I supplied you with the gun and you went off and did the murder and I knew you were going to do a murder with it, I am a principal to your crime. Basic criminal law. Lebanon is an aggressor against Israel. Qatar is an aggressor against Israel. So long as they harbor these people who helped organize uh, October 7th, they uh, have the blood of October 7th right on their hands in a direct way. They are protecting the killers of October 7th. So uh, you're getting it all wrong. And first of all, the United Nations, which we all already know, hates Israel and wants to wipe Israel off the map, cannot be the thing that stops Israel from taking uh, reasonable actions in its own self-defense. This is so morally twisted. This is so morally bankrupt. And again, when it's that morally bankrupt, when, when, when someone is saying, in effect, Israel, you have to die, which is what these people are saying, they are the advocates of Jewish genocide. These these are the racists. These are the bigots. These are the, in fact, as I say, Al Jazeera in general, the, probably the most disturbing aspect of Al Jazeera is that they reflect, even in their English language version, because uh, we, especially in their English language version, because you got to believe that's the one that's tailored for Western opinion. And if that's the nice version, I mean, I don't read a lick of Arabic. I don't understand a lick of Arabic, so I can't understand it. But if this is the nice pro-Western version, then that really tells you what is at the heart of Islamic culture around the world today. This tells you what mainstream Muslim opinion is. Mainstream Muslim opinion is murderously hatred, uh, murderous hatred of Jews is built in to mainstream Muslim culture today. And the left in the West totally gives it aid, comfort, and protection. They are all concerned about all kinds of, you know, if you don't use the right pronouns, we can fire you, you know, da 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 da, da. But when you've got people actually justifying racist hatred against Jews overtly, the left has got their back completely. Talk about 
you know, a world, you use their pseudo concept, systemic racism. The Muslim world is filled, is the most systemically, overtly at least, out loud at least, proudly at least, the most overtly systemically racist culture on earth today. On earth today. And rather than open their mouths in any kind of criticism of the culture, of the dominant culture in the Muslim world today, they have got their back protecting them. And that's what the left does. That's the real evil behind letting Al Jazeera into these press conferences. What we're doing is we're sanctioning, in effect, uh, the worst, the worst kind of defenses of October 7th and violence. We're sanctioning it, in effect, by letting Al Jazeera ask questions at all in those press conferences. Absolutely. Um, thank you, John. Thank you, Bonnie. Thank you, Jonathan, for your super chats. Uh, the UN guy, by the way, I didn't see him make any comment about whether the October 7th attack was approved by the UN Security Council. <laughs> but you would think uh, it, it would be more likely to be approved by the UN than any any right. act of self-defense by Israel. And, and would that uh, make it justifiable because it's okay under say the General Assembly voted and they vote okay yeah absolutely October seventh cool we we love it and keep the rockets firing uh, Hezbollah and Hamas can fire whatever rockets they want into Israel keep it keep them the Houthis can keep firing stuff over at Israel even though most of all of it's been stopped so far uh, but no that's would that make it okay would the magical pixie dust of the UN somehow make this awful aggression this horrific the horrific atrocities October 7th, uh, ju legally justifiable? No, they would not. Now, we talked about this when we talked about the uh, the way the Palestinian propaganda machine operates, but it's important to repeat here that this, this specifically that kind of clip where you have an interview with an expert from the UN. I, I mentioned that uh, Owen Jones had this, uh, this video talking about genocide and said something to the effect of, look, don't take it from me. Take it from an expert. Take it from a UN expert. So you have a UN expert talking at a, at a major, uh, respected, unfortunately, media organization. And the the pieces of this puzzle, this is what, when, when you look at uh, the information that the pro-Palestinian uh, anti-Israel crowd shares, it is information from these propaganda uh, organizations. And, and it's, again, it's important to always, if somebody tells you here, look, I heard it on Al Jazeera, know that it is worth questioning to say the very <laughs> least uh, if not if not completely dismissing even if it might be if you, i'm sure they report some things that are fact but they report it as part of a propaganda effort right no it'll all be twisted around a giant lie no you know it's going to be distorted if you're going to al jazeera you only go to al jazeera if you're interested in what the evil uh mainstream muslim opinion on things like October 7th in Israel is. Um, because that's all it's good for, is finding out what you know Hitler, Hitler's side of World War II is about. And that's the only real purpose, is intelligence gathering, in effect, from the enemy. And like you say, I, what the hell is Al Jazeera doing there at gov US government press conferences? But then again, we I, I might ask the question, what the hell is the United States doing funding the United Nations to the tune of billions? But, and, and pretending that countries like Qatar are allies. Uh, thank right. you for the words for the super chat. Uh, he says, historian Neil Ferguson once called the left useful idiots to Islamicism. Prescient, huh? Yeah. Uh, look, the, the 
by the way, the useful idiots comment was originally was it Lenin uh, who said it about yes. was it Lenin? It was Lenin, right? It, uh, it, I think it was Lenin who said that about all the folks in the West who were about their allies. Yes, yeah, their allies in the West about leftists in the West. Uh, and and somebody said here, um, you know, Al Jazeera is like current day uh, Goebbels propaganda. Yeah, that's. I, I was also thinking this when I saw a video where Al Jazeera talks about Israel's genocide and puts it in the title as if it's a thing. You don't need to, you know, we 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 all know it's a genocide, so that's we'll just put it in the title. We'll say what what it is we're talking about, and that's that's definitely the approach with with certain things like the use of the word genocide uh, in in Israel's uh, war, which again, as I've as I've said, I. I oppose the extent to which they go uh they go to to uh prevent civilian casualties in gaza i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't try to prevent it at all but i, I certainly would, would like it to be uh to be done much less but it, that is that is something they know again they, they know all all about the the leaders of this uh, the intellectual leaders the people in al jazeera they are not like the from the mountains to the sea woman who uh, didn't know what she was talking about. Uh, you know, they right. they know what they're talking about. They know what they're talking about. They're dishonest. Uh, it's it's purposeful deceit of their audience. Yes. And I love the comment. It is. It's very much like having Joseph Goebbels, um, you know, having his version, his side of things during World War Two or Tokyo Rose having, you know, her commentary at the end of each news segment, uh, you know, or uh, relating what they say. Oh, it was reported today in Al Jazeera. Read that as uh, Joseph Goebbels today in defending the Nazi regime said, colon, uh, it's the same. So um, last Thursday, Thursday was it, I interviewed Ethan Fishberger about the um, uh, UNRWA teacher's a telegram group that he went into and today uh, UN Watch released a report on it. It's very interesting. Uh, I recommend reading it. I also recommend watching the show we're going to do about it, the reality show uh, which follows this show titled uh, The Success of the Palestinian Education System. <laughs> well, because it is a success. Uh, and by the way, I, I kind of stole... What a brave uh, reporter. I urge everyone who hasn't seen that interview to go check it out. What we've been saying about the UN and UNRWA is absolutely correct, and you're going to get some firsthand information from that from an outstanding interview that was done. So I definitely urge people to go check out that interview. Yeah, I kind of stole that title from a, a tweet of his where so, somebody said uh, that UNRWA is ineffective, and he said, "No, it's the most effective organization." Quite effective. Have. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, and October seventh was the success of the Palestinian education system. It was, uh, you know, those those kids who were raised in UNRWA schools doing what they were taught should be their goal in life and uh yeah so die if necessary in order to martyr yourself to kill jews and wipe israel off the map and when they're done it's the other western countries we're coming for that's what these kids are trained from the earliest ages to hate jews murderously hate jews to think martyrdom is a noble thing in that cause that's exactly what they're taught in the educational materials. You can read it for yourself. Uh, and yeah, we'll post a link to that report on on the next show, on the reality show. Uh, tomorrow, in case you think some of our uh, titles, at least, are not controversial enough, tomorrow's episode of The Daily Objective is titled Palestinian Civilians Are Responsible for October 7th. But as we, I think, have done well with, with our 
most controversial titles and our less controversial titles, we back it up. We will talk about it for 30 minutes and we will explain why it is that Palestinian civilians are responsible for October 7th. I hope you join us for that episode uh, tomorrow at the same time and uh, and stay tuned in two minutes. The reality show starts and we will be talking about that report and how UNRWA teaches the next generation of terrorists. Thank you, James. Uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow. Be safe.